Hey, beautiful people. This is Christine, and I'm hanging with my man, my boy, my homie, Aunt Boogie, and you're listening to Keeping the Towel. Thank you. Easy world. Peace world. This is your man, Aunt Boogie. Don't worry about the name. Get used to the voice. It's another episode of Keeping the Towel. Thank you for rocking with me again. Thank you for being in the mix with me. And definitely thank you for having me in your eardrums. There's a reason why you decide to listen to this episode and you decide to listen to this show. Yo, y'all, I am grateful to have you. It's time for us to get back into this. I don't care what's going on in your life right now, but it's time for you to get back into this fight because, yeah, you can never stop fighting, all right? I don't care. I know a lot of people say, man, I'm a scrapper and I'm a scrapper, all right? When it comes to scrapping with life, that's a total different game. And some people bow out easily or they don't want to be bothered anymore. But nah, not here, not here, not here. So this is what I need you to do. Go ahead and get your hands wrapped. Get your gloves on. Get your mouthpiece in your mouth. Make sure you got your grind guard on and make your way to the ring. Get in your corner and get in your last set of instructions. And I need you to go ahead and look across the ring. That is your opponent life. Life is always always ready even if it's bloody it's ready to always come back at you go ahead touch gloves with life because it is official this round has started let's get it we have some things in our lives that we identify ourselves with there's a lot of things it can be an heirloom it can be our own stomping grounds it can be a car It can be even your job. A lot of people identify themselves through their jobs, through their salary, through various things. However, when they claim that what makes them them, does it really? It makes them who they are. Some people, their jobs make them who they are. Their careers make them who they are. A car makes someone who they are. A certain neighborhood that they are living in makes them who they are. Of course, if you're living in a well-to-do, affluent neighborhood, of course, you're going to automatically think, yo, this is who I am. And yes, there's nothing wrong with that. I can't knock it. But oftentimes, things that we associate ourselves with does not always equate who we are. Those things that we equate ourselves with or we, we associate ourselves with, it can sometimes drain you. So my question to you, what are you attached to? Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, that's a great question here, ain't it? And I need you to ask yourself that. What am I attached to? Some people are attached so much to their jobs that they cannot get away from their jobs, no matter what. When they get home, all they do is think about work. When they get home, all they do is work, and they just got off of work. So when they get home, they scramble to eat a little something, maybe, and then they are on their laptop or desktop working then when they might get a shower maybe or maybe not before they go to bed they're working and it's worse when they have a spouse because their spouse is gonna have to wonder yo who you really married to who you really with who you really dating here dating me or you dating your job and what would that person say well the job was here before you technically they're right but what are you attached to because your job drains you Your job gets you to the point where you may dread going in. You may make good money, but you dread going in because the hours are way too long. 
Your job is good, but it keeps you away from your family. Your job is good because you can brag about, yo, I'm making 90 Gs, 80 Gs, 100 Gs, 110 Gs, whatever. What's attached to that is not good. You're a different person. You're mean to people. You're prideful. Your ego gets in the way because that's attached to you. When somebody say, hi, they meet you. The first thing you're quick to let them know is, before you even let them know your name, let them know your job title. Not even your name first, but your job title. And even if you're out there and people are trying to, like, those of you who are trying to date or whatever, you will have someone say, so what do you like to do for fun? And they say, oh, nothing. I, I just work. Right. That's what you're attached to. You go to bed with it. You wake up with it. Whatever it is that you're attached to, that is what drives you. A lot of you, fellas and ladies, because I don't want to discriminate here. This goes both ways. A good portion of you are attached to a digital brothel. Shouts out to my man, Soul Immortal, and his book, The Singular Truth. The digital brothel. If you don't know what a digital brothel is, porn. That's attached to you. You cannot go throughout your day without looking at it. You can't go through the week without looking at it several times a week. Some of you are that bad that you look at it several times a day. And then, of course, you're attached to that and you're attached to comparison. Well, I'm not like so-and-so. I mean, they look at that like four times a week. I only do three. Doesn't matter. But you're attached to. Many of you are attached to excuses. You're attached to, eh, you know, the reason why it didn't happen because it was a Monday on the full moon and it was raining. Attached to excuses. You say that you're going to go in the gym and, and start putting in some work in the gym so you can drop some weight, so you can put yourself in a better healthy situation. However, you don't show up. You don't go. You give yourself an excuse. You are attached to that. Or, or some of you do go and then you give bare minimum at the gym. I did 10 minutes on the treadmill walking. I did 10 minutes on the elliptical at a very easy level, level one or two. And then you go home and you say, well, I did something. So let me go and eat ba ba ba. You know what ba 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 is. Again, you are attached to excuses. When people ask, so how come you're not losing the weight? Look, you gotta understand. It's my family. These are my genetics. Ba ba ba. Don't get me wrong. Genetics do play a role at times. However, there's things that you can prevent. You go to your doctor. Doc, why is my blood pressure so high? There's several things that's that's wrong here. Your cholesterol level is too high too. Doc, I can't stop eating that. That's just who I am. Right, you are attached to it. We get attached to people. Certain relationships we're in, you get attached to that. Cleave to it. These people define you. They define you. You know, when you hear that, oh, that's my other half. Yeah, for some of y'all, y'all other half is trash. You used to walk up and down the street. You moving throughout the day and everything. That's my other half. That's my other half. Amen. Amen. However, the crazy part is now your other half becomes a pain in the behind. They're a thorn in your side. But this used to be someone you were attached to. Not no more. You walk ahead of them. You walk two, three feet behind them. If you're walking side by side, nobody would know. What are you attached to? Are you attached to, hey, is there something better out there? Are you attached to, it's time to let this go? What are you attached to? Some of you out there trying to better yourselves in your life, and you're on this journey of being a better version of yourself to find this new version of yourself. You're attached to that. But of course, you're going to deal with some criticism. It ain't that deep, man. Sis, it ain't that deep. You're attached to this. You're attached to it. If it simply removes you from your journey, whatever it may be, whatever it is, it removes you from your journey. 
you are attached to that. Are you attached to your journey or are you attached to your distractions? Which one? You're attached to your phone. Uh-oh. Chill, aunt. Don't go there. Yep, I'm going there. You are attached to your phone. If you can't go 20 seconds, or I'll, I'll do one good solid for you. If you can't even go 30 seconds without looking at your phone, yes, you are attached to your phone. And it's amazing when I hear people say, this is a part of my arm. Yeah, it is like an extension. It's in my DNA. That's sad to say. But then the same thing that irritates you, the same thing that agitates you because like, oh my God, it just keeps going off and going off. You cannot disassociate yourself from it for a little while. You cannot turn it off. When was the last time you turned off your phone? I'm for real. When was the last time you hit that power button and turned it off for two hours? Some of y'all right now breathing heavy. Like, I don't know if I can do that. If you feel you can't do it, let me ask you a question. Take a look at your, your history of, of you and your phone usage. What are you doing? I can promise you over 50% of that is you just scrolling through social media. I can promise a good portion of your text messaging and quote-unquote conversation is nothing but emojis in it. It's frivolous language. Nothing there that of any edification. But you can't put it down. I remember when I was on a flight. God, well, I think I was coming from Portland or something like that. This young girl, she was sitting next to me. Her phone dropped. I guess it dropped in between the seats. However, it was still seen. She could still see it, and it just dropped through the seats, and it landed by a lady's foot. She said, Miss, my phone is back there. It's, I think it's by your foot. The lady said, okay, I see it. Oh. So the lady put her feet together. And how do I know? Because Lisa, I got my feet together <laughs> to keep the phone in place. All right. This chick, I, get, I, I don't even, I would give her about good eight, anywhere between 18 and 21. So this girl next to me, she's like, she's hyperventilating. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. And she's twitching in her seat. Mind you, we're literally 10 minutes from landing. 10 minutes. And she is freaking out. Damn near freaking out. And every minute she keeps looking at the phone. She keeps looking back at, at the lady. The lady said, I got it. I still have my feet on it. I can feel it. Keeps looking back. Keeps looking back. Oh, my God. Can you please? Can you please? Please just don't lose my phone. Lady's like, like girl, the phone is, is on my feet. I can see your phone. I can see what it is. She's attached to her phone. A lot of you are attached to other things, trinkets. You're attached to your car. Your car defines you. You got a big body, whatever it may be. A BM, a Benz, whatever. You got a big body, and that defines you. You let people know that you drive that car first, before anything. Hi, my name is Baba Ba, I drive that BM right there. Yo, my name is Baba Ba, I drive that Benz right there. That's what you're quick to let people know first, or before anything else. These things is what you're attached to. And whatever you're attached to controls you. So you're the puppet. Your purpose is not attached to you. You're not even attached to your purpose as much as you're attached to things. You're not attached to your purpose. Your purpose doesn't control you. You're not attached to a good spirit. That jealousy, that envy, that anger controls you. That's what you're attached to. You wonder why people will wake up and you're like, yo, what's, what's wrong with them? Why do they got an attitude for? That's what they're attached to. They're attached to that in the morning. Like they say, the first 10 minutes of your day determines your actual day because of how you act and how you react to certain things. What you listen to can control you, but the day is so true. That's why I'm very, very cognizant of what I listen to. Very. 
I don't want to hear no relationship stuff early in the morning. Oftentimes, I don't even want to hear it because, like I think I told you, 90% of them are wrong anyway. They don't know what the hell they're talking about. I don't want to hear that. Give me something that will uplift me. There was a time when I used to wake up. First thing I'm doing, I'm watching CNN, MSNBC, Fox, all these different news outlets. And I, and I didn't realize that throughout the day, fear, anxiety, and all sorts of things. I was suspicious of everything and everyone. I did not realize I was attached to it. What was my reason for being attached to this? What, what was my reason being attached to fear, anxiety, high alert all the time? And I realized, like, wait a minute. I'm watching the news like this. The moment I get up, I'm engulfed with it. It doesn't do you any justice to be attached to those things that do you no good. You need to be attached to some people. Some of y'all are attached to the wrong people. You need to be attached to some people that will lift you up. You need to be attached to some people smarter than you. That's what you need to be attached to. A lot of you are not attached to those type of people. You rather be attached to people where you're the smartest person in the room. Why? Because you feel validated. Oh my God, you're so smart. But boy, you get in that room and somebody's a little smarter than you. I don't like them. I don't like her. I don't like him. They think they know everything. You pissed because they know more than you? Isn't this what it's supposed to be? I was at a business conference not too long ago and I've heard from these people who are great in their field. They're like, yo, if you are the smartest person in your group, you are in the wrong group. You are never supposed to be the smartest person in your group. Am I intelligent? Yes. However, I don't want to be the only intelligent person. I want to be with people who's more intelligent than me. I want to be around other intelligent and sagacious people, but I want them to be more intelligent than me. Why? I love to learn. I have no problem sitting at their feet and learning. But we live in a society where it's like, nah, nobody's going to be smarter than me. I'm sorry, but yeah, there's a lot of people smarter than you. I think, what is it, the IQ test that will label you as a genius? That alone sets you in rarefied air. If you hit a certain number, you are officially called a genius. Officially. What are you attached to? Are you attached to good information? Are you attached to bad information? Where all they're talking about is vitriolic things towards one another or towards other races, towards other people, demographics and everything. Are you attached to that? Are you attached to good stuff where you're getting good information to help you elevate in life? What are you attached to? You're attached to your car? The car that you brought two years ago? It was the dopest thing you ever seen in your life. And man, you took 400 selfies in it, around it, with it, by it. You woke up in the middle of the night to look out the window to make sure nobody's at your car. You got up to go in the garage to make sure nothing's happened to it. My baby. Yeah. I get it. I say the same thing about my car. My car is my baby. But not to the point that I'm like obsessed to get up and check it every hour, two hours. No. But you're doing that. And then two and a half years later, this piece of junk. The car still runs right. But you're not attached to it no more. You're attached to something else. That person that you was once attached to. You were literally walking by the hip, moving by the hip. You don't even want to be around them no more. Oh, it's not like how it used to be. How come? Why? What changed? Did your behavior change? Did your priorities change? What happened? You're attached to things that do nothing for you. Some of you are attached to the right thing, but for the wrong reason. Oh, say that for you again. Some of you are attached to the right thing, but for the wrong reason. And some of you are attached to the right thing but with the wrong motives 
car, you're doing the right thing, but you're attaching the wrong motives to it. That's a better way I can give it to you. You are attaching the wrong motives to what you're doing. You want to know why you're not succeeding? Oftentimes, you are moving with the wrong motives. You got the wrong motives attached to it. Just trying to get this money. Hey, nothing wrong with that. Like money. There's nothing wrong with money. Money is freedom. But when you're attaching the wrong motives to get that money, you start to do anything. That means you will sell your soul for anything. And as the old saying goes, when you do anything for money, nothing is off the table. Nothing. Whatever goes. And we've seen it time and time again. And I'm telling you, now validation and attention is the new currency in the social media era that we're in. Validation and attention is the new currency. So people are willing to do anything. They're willing to attach themselves to whatever social media platform just to get likes, followers, comments. Remember I was hearing a panel speak and this one chick, all she was talking about, like people would say, oh my God, you're so pretty. You're pretty. I'm like, girl, what are you talking about? I didn't know what she was talking about. Like they would just tell me just how pretty I am and how fly I look. You're supposed to be giving out some quote unquote advice, giving out game. That's not game. A currency exchange is happening. People are exchanging validation of eyes for money. People are exchanging money for actual validation likes. This is where you're hearing people say they brought followers. They bought a blue check. I mean, now you got to buy a blue check for whatever platform you're on, which makes no sense, but whatever. But anyway, to show that you're real, crazy, ain't it? And people did that. Five, six dollars, I think it was, just to get a blue check to prove that they're real. Incredible. I get it why some people had to do it. Because all it just takes is someone to say, I am the real whoever. And then there's a blue check, and that's not really them. Happens. So I got it. But when they say that people were buying followers, people were buying subscribers and all that stuff. Yeah. Man, I've gotten that email so many times from people. I want to help you get more subscribers. I want to help you get more listeners. Pay for it. I'm not attached to that. I'm not attached to that. I'm attached to something totally different. And if I'm attached just to only getting a whole bunch of listeners and I'm willing to sell my soul out and sell other things out just to get that, I got a problem. Do I want more listeners? Anybody does. But I understand this will take more than time and energy. It takes value. What value am I bringing? Do people see value in what I'm saying when I'm bringing? That's what it is. I can buy 100,000 followers, 100,000 listeners, but it's not real. What are you attached to that's destroying you? I have a better question for some of you. What are you attached to that's building you up? Who are you attached to that's building you up? Who are you attached to that is breaking you down? Who? Significant other? Best friends? Co-workers? Who are you attached to? People you will never meet a day in your life you will never touch or talk to. Are you attached to them that you forget yourself? Are you attached to success? Are you attached to mediocrity? What are you attached to? to start tracing where plugs lead where are they coming from that's plugged into you that you're attached to because if you don't start unplugging yourself you will forever be a puppet by a very distant puppeteer what or whom are you attached to good people thanks a lot for rocking with me please do me a favor like and subscribe and also go to my YouTube channel, like and subscribe. I'm attached to my purpose. I'm attached to making sure I give you value. That's what I'm attached to, y'all. I'm attached to edifying you. I'm attached to challenging you. I'm attached to that. But one thing I'm attached to is speaking about things that don't really concern your upliftment, things that don't concern your challenging, 
So, ladies and gentlemen, just want you to know, in this life, life will definitely see what it can attach to you. It can be good, it can be bad, but it's on you if you are going to cut those strings. And so, this round is officially over. And like I always tell you, wipe the blood, wipe the sweat, wipe the tears. But whatever you do, don't throw in your towel. This is your man, Aunt Boogie. I will check you when I check you. I'll see you when I see you. I am out of here. Peace. Yo, y'all, this is Aunt Boogie. And I want you to please go to my website, ikeptmytowel.com. Ikeptmytowel.com. I need you to go there right now and check out Keeping the Towel merch. It's got shirts, I got towels, and I got wristbands. I have certain sizes in these shirts. If you need different sizes, you just got to let me know because those are in back order right now so I can make sure you get it. All right, so go ahead, check out ikeptmytowel.com. Ikeptmytowel.com. And check out the merch level. And I want you to make sure you get your gear and make the world know that you still keep your towel.